Welcome to the Open Door Policy Podcast. In each episode, we speak with all types of joyful missionary disciples who are unleashing the gospel in different and exciting ways. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share our podcast with your family and friends. In this episode, we sit down with Coleman Ward, a music student, lifelong Detroiter, and he has cantered at every beatification that has taken place in the city of Detroit. Coleman, welcome to the Open what Door up, Policy. Coleman? Yo, yo, yo. It's good to see you. Wait, I got a question for Father Steve before <laughs> we jump into our rapid fire questions. Father Steve, do you have any graces that you'd like to share with the listeners? You know, I do. God's been really awesome to me lately. One of the uh, particular graces that uh, I have... Uh, that has been in my life has been um, just the work I'm doing with the Archdiocese. There's been a few blessings that have happened with that. The people I get to work with, I get to see how just what great disciples they are and how they are using their gifts and talents to build up the kingdom. That's been a real grace for me, and it's been something I've thanked the Lord for recently. Yeah. Danielle, what's God doing in your life? Oy, oh my gosh, this one was so beautiful. This Sunday I was at Mass, and usually, you know, baptisms can be at the end of, like, after Mass, but yeah. this one time there was a baptism in, like, during Mass, and it was really beautiful because, well, first of all, you know, the priest is like, God has claimed you, you know, Christ has claimed you to this child, and I just, like, started tearing up because I could think of all the ways that God has been a part of my life. It was super mm-hmm. touching, and then the entire family, like, not just, like, mom, dad, God, father, godmother, but, like, who knows what, aunts, uncles, like, random siblings, random cousins, everyone went to the church around the baptism font, and when the priest said, um, Monsignor Trapp said, and what do you ask of God's church, the whole family just was, like, like yelled it. They're like baptism, and it was so cool. And I was like, "Yeah, this is how I want to yell." So I'm that was picturing really cool. like a chant of yeah. like baptism. baptism. <laughs> yeah, no. So anyway, um, a neighboring like a parish is my friend yeah. over here, Coleman Ward. How are you tonight? I am wonderful. Yourself? I'm great. Um, are you ready for rapid fire questions? I'm ready for rapid fire questions. Coleman, number one, what is your superpower? My superpower. My superpower. I would say is I am good with people. All right. Number two, what do you remember about church when you were a kid? Uh, um, I was not really allowed to do much but sing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What was the last live performance that you saw? Last live performance that I saw was... Oh, goodness. Um... I'll just put this one out here. Uh, pentatonics. Oh, nice. What? Which scent elicits a list, a instant memory? Um, though I cannot stand it, cigarette smoke. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, it, would you rather have it a hundred degrees and humid or negative ten degrees? Hundred degrees humid, because I just cannot the cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I can't. What are you praying for these days? You know, a few, few things. Uh, well, I'd say one, uh, definitely, uh, you know, constant into violence uh, and humiliation into fear, mm. uh, especially, uh, you know, non-reality based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, uh, what was the first concert you went to? First concert I went to that I can remember. Um, was it your own? Be, no. <laughs> right, I mean, basically. Uh, uh, Jay Moss. What item of clothing would someone be surprised to find in your closet? A rock-aware uh, sleeveless vest. <laughs> what class could you teach? What class could I teach? 
I could definitely teach a class on the MCU. Okay, going back, <laughs> what is the MCU? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. How do you not know that, Danielle? Oh, My I'm goodness. So sorry. Oh, goodness. Which one is that about? Which that one that's with the Avengers. Okay, they and there was just one this past summer, wasn't there? Yes. That's the one Springtime. that it was a few a year and a multi-billion <laughs> right. dollar industry. You know what? I, okay, do, well, I can take a, the class. Have, I have a lot yeah. to learn. Do you have a favorite uh, Marvel movie? Uh, favorite Marvel movie? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Great. That that okay. As far as the, as far <laughs> like, as the MCU is concerned cuz right. cuz outside of that I I might say Blade. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm a daywalker. Which means I can tolerate the sunlight. Great. <laughs> Have you seen Marvel movies, Danielle? I, oh, I but guess Deadpool not. was awesome, too. Okay, let me stop. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I, so, I suppose not. <laughs> but, yeah, so Pentatonics. Where did Pentatonics. You, where did you uh, see them? And what, what song just, like, made you just, like, say stop? We saw them in Canada, actually. Uh, was it Toronto, I, I believe? Nice. Um, the uh, One of my favorite songs by them is uh, See Through. It's like EDM, but it's like they're using their voices, so it's awesome. That's pretty cool. And why did you give the wrong answer about 100 and humid rather than 10 below? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with you. I I know. I mean, I I can turn on the air conditioning in the house or, you know, just like take off my clothes or something, but... But when it gets cold, I just I, I lose hope. I yeah. <laughs> you get cold to the bone, right? That's exactly. the thing about cold weather is I feel like there's like at a certain point there's like you can't put on warmer clothes. It's like I've maxed out on my warm clothes <laughs> exactly. universe. Yeah. Anyway, hear that. So what church did you grow up going to when you were a little kid? Not uh, allowed to do much but sing. Yep. Saint Leo Catholic Church. Uh, oh, okay. right, yep, right on, on uh, Grand River. 14, yep, 14 Grand River. Um the my first pastor. Uh, it's a very beautiful church. So that's- yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, pastor Bishop Gumbleton. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, my dad was the minister of music there for twenty five years. Cool. What up? What up? What up, Coleman? I got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Can you talk to me a little bit more about um, when you decided to make faith your own experience? Because you were saying you grew up in a church, right? right? So you and your father and your mother. Are very involved in their faith. Mm-hmm. So when did you decide? But you're you don't you're not living out your parents' faith. You're right. living out yours. So how uh-huh. did that happen? Um, through uh, you know, definitely through music. Uh, because you know, it's uh, I began to make it something that is, you know, more than just you know what I was taught. You know, I began to make it something that was that's you know is a part of me. Mm-hmm. And two through personal uh personal experience definitely. Uh, personal research uh, through, like, when I was talking about, you know, how I think, you know, I believe I'm good with people. I mm-hmm. believe I have a very nice, wide variety of friends. I'm not going to say, you know, I have all the friends, but, like, mm-hmm. the ones that I do have, I believe it's, you know, a nice variety of different uh, perspectives, different, uh, you know, upbringings and things like that to give me a well-rounded, uh, you know, view on my faith and why I have my faith, why I decide to keep it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. About what age did you start wondering, like, oh, is this is this real? Is this mine? Is it um, not? Definitely, I'd say uh, uh, around the beginning of high school. Okay. Because um, before then, uh, is Where, that where'd you go to high school? Uh, Detroit School of Arts. Okay. Oh, yep. cool. Yep. Um, w- were there other people going to church in your high school? Was it kind of a thing? Um, Was it? 
you know, people again, didn't talk about not it. a lot, not a lot of different upbringings. Uh, yeah. It was, you know, uh, Detroit public school. So mo- uh, I know, you know, it was in choir and music and all mm-hmm. those kind of things. So typically, uh, you know, in choirs, most people, you know, went to church. Not everybody's Catholic. Right. I believe I was probably the only Catholic. Okay. You know, uh, everybody else, you know, was a myriad of, you know, Baptists and Did you get, did you get any and, flack for that or like oh, questions? Of course. Or, of okay. course. Like you guys worship Mary, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's always there. And, right. and it's always great in high school to uh-huh. stand out and be different, right? Oh, Everyone yeah. yeah. wants to be like Everyone the wants only to be seen, something. Only yeah. something. Exactly. I think there was yeah. maybe one other girl, uh, a friend of mine who uh, went to uh, St. Scholastica. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. yeah. But again, she's, you know, in the girls' choir and everything. And uh, right. plus, she was, you know, a couple years older than me. She, like, you know, took on kind of a big sister role. So, of course, yeah. you know, she left. And then yeah. <laughs> here I am. Now now the only one, <laughs> the last Catholic. <laughs> in the school. Wow. Yeah. So you were carrying a, a, something because then people were like, did how did how did that change your perspective on faith, though? Right? Because. Right. Now you it's, know, it made now you're me, being questioned. Right, exactly. You know, it, it woke me up a bit, of course, because uh, you know, of course, up up to then, uh, you know, I've been to Catholic, you know, a couple Catholic schools, been in and out, in and out of a few schools, but my whole life, you know, was centered around uh, uh, family and uh, my church most of the time. Uh, it's, you know, as far as music went, it was, uh, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of church, especially with you know a dad who's a working musician, so. Lot, lot of churches. Yeah, <laughs> lots of hours, lots of different churches. Oh, exactly. Lots of getting oh, there goodness. early, staying exactly. late. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, I hadn't really had to, I guess, quote unquote, defend myself, you know, much because right. everybody around me was a churchgoer. So, um, you know, get to high school, it's a bit of a different experience. Again, you have. Uh, I'm the only Catholic. You have, you know, other Protestants over here as well. But then, of course, you have everyone who's like, you know, oh, you know, this is a bunch of bull crap and. Uh, you know, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Right. Yeah. Were you part of a youth group at all or anything like that in high school? Well, not in school. Uh, I was in YFACT uh, under Joyce Francois. So, yeah, I'd say that Shout was Shout out to Joyce. Joyce hey, Francois. Joyce. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was definitely, uh, uh, I guess, my, you know, safe space, I guess. Yes. YFACT, Young Faith Activators of Christ's Teachings, an urban ministry of the Archdiocese of Detroit. Um, great, great group. Uh, been in it since, uh, well, you know, been around, it's a group for, uh, high school students, but I, I've been around way b- before yeah. then. Um, we also had the, uh, the uh, Urban Parish Youth Choir. Okay. Oh, okay. A lot of, uh, which is also another choir, uh, consisted of different parishes around the, uh, the diocese. They're, they're young people. Um, and and YFACT is not a, a parish-based no, uh, it's, uh, youth ministry. It's like all throughout the city of exactly, Detroit, right? Exactly, right. All, all throughout the, the diocese, um, yeah. kid, kids are in uh, YFACT. It's, you know, we come together we and, you know, we be Catholic. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, you know, different activities, a lot of different community service uh, it, projects. And you mentioned Ecuador, a previous... Did you do... I know YFACT does a mission trip. Right. Some of them go to Ecuador as uh-huh. a mission right. trip. Did you do that in high school? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, my junior year actually went to, to Ecuador, and oh wow, I mentioned Ecuador before. Actually, World Youth Day was in Panama, right? Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah, Ecuador. Uh, but that, yeah, that was a different trip. Um, went there. We participated in what Joyce calls the Llama Project. Uh, we, uh, amongst other things, you know, computers and such, we donated a lot of llamas. Uh, like which the are, animal. You yes. actually yeah. bring yes. the llamas down. With, <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be so cool, like, sitting on the plane next to a llama. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> even know how llamas sound. I was going to do the, the voice. But right, I was going to do a bad, but I don't think that's it. They spit. I know. Oh, no, that's No, that's camels, right? Yeah. Oh. oh, that's okay. But oh. anyway. Do you know llamas don't? <laughs> right. uh, no, I don't know. Are okay. there are any llamas? 
trauma farmers out there, please right, reach out. Exactly. But was the, were there any like? Would you consider that a pivotal moment in your faith? Like, can you if oh, you were going to point to like you know uh, top two, three pivotal moments? Like, what would you say? Uh, let's see. Uh, there would definitely be uh, Ecuador would definitely be one of them. Um, also would be. Uh, NCYC, that was really cool. And what is that? Uh, the National Catholic Youth Conference. And where is it? Indianapolis. And didn't you? Uh, that's in Indiana. Did you sing at one? I did. Okay, yeah. you sing at one. I was part of the Aminator, uh, Aminator, <laughs> Animator pro- uh, Project. Um, they, they take about, you know, 100 kids from around the country, really, and we all come together and, you know, we're in charge of, I guess, leading the worship service uh, experience there through song and dance and uh uh, reading. Yeah. Mission trips are such a powerful way for people to encounter Christ. I know like, oh, yeah. like you get to own your faith in a new way when you share it with someone, whether that's directly like preaching the gospel or just kind of like coming as an ambassador of Christ to do works of charity right. and and works of um of, of justice, of kindness, of mm-hmm. outreach, that uh, it's a beautiful way to like make oh, yeah. your faith your own. Oh, yeah, definitely. And one of the most important things, uh, one thing that Joyce uh, taught us was that uh, you know, not to think of it as charity work per se. Uh, we're there in solidarity with, with everyone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, not to go in, you know, like you're some great uh, Catholic savior. Right. But you're a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, you're a brother, uh, you're whatever they need at, at that moment, uh, a brother provider. Um, cause you know, we have it in our minds, you know, that we're going there to perform a service when they are doing a lot for us yeah. as well, uh, yeah. in turn. So that, yeah, that was definitely a pivotal, uh, moment. Yeah. That's like the word that Christ says that, you mm-hmm. know, that you only find your life by losing it, by yeah. giving it away. Amen. And so when we pour ourselves out in service to others, uh, God fills us up. But also, like you're saying, like we learn so much from the people we serve that mm-hmm. like, you know, we we often lead the experience of like, I got a whole lot more than exactly, I Exactly, right. I think that um, if we can just touch on it really quick. Father Steve teased on this in the, the intro, but some of the listeners might have seen Coleman before, especially mm. if you're at the beatification of... Solanus Casey. Casey. Yeah, yeah, you were the, uh, the you cantor yeah, of that uh, mass. Me and uh, Miss Elizabeth, we cantered. It was amazing, yeah. Uh, director, yeah. Music director for the Archdiocese of Detroit, Joe Balistrieri. Shout out Joe Balistrieri. Hey, Shout Joe. out JB. He was Former a good, ODP yeah, guest. Yeah, a guest. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. So um, uh, he texted me like a, a few months prior just asking me, hey, you want to, uh, you know, canter with me for this thing? I was like, yeah, I, I guess, you know, it would be right. Cause, <laughs> like, like the I was thinking, least it, amount of details exactly, ever. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm like, okay. Because I'm thinking it, like, it's going to be like the canonization mass for uh, Mother Teresa where we just had a big mass at the cathedral. Yeah, and that was it. Celebrating right. what was going on somewhere else. Exactly, right? Right. right, exactly. I'm like, okay, you know, done done that. So that, that'll that be cool. And then I'm like, oh, this is at where? F- Ford Field? There'll be how many people? <laughs> <Right>. 70,000 <000 laughs> people. And I'm, I'm supposed to just stand up there and, <laughs> and sing. <laughs> and, and sing. So I'm like, okay. What was that like? Thing. It was crazy. A lot of time uh, when we, f- I can say when I first put, because of course, you know, everybody remembers that day. It was pouring down, raining. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, I drove down there with my mom. Uh, ended up having uh, to get out, and she had to go park and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and because you I had remember, to get in and rehearse exactly and get right ready, get in yeah. uh, make my call time and then I, I remember just the first one walking on to uh, the. I guess the altar that which it was uh, at that yeah, moment. Yeah, because because they built like a platform where right, all of right. that would be. And yeah. then just looking around because you know, a uh, little fun fact: I used to work at Ford Field. Stop it. Uh huh. Oh, I cool. was I worked at uh, the stadium collection. I believe that's at like A or something mm. store doing retail. I was the hat guy. Nice. So <laughs> I had been there. You know, I'd seen it a lot of times. Like, oh, you know, what a big field. But then like stepping onto it and looking right. around and realizing that you know. Uh, all of these critical eyes <laughs> are going to be uh, on me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a bit different. So uh, my head was pounding, but, you know, as music does for me, you know, once I'm into the flow of things, like I, f- I forget about, I forget that they're even there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's great. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Coleman, what does it mean for you to be a joyful missionary disciple? To be a joyful missionary disciple, say that right? Yeah, yeah. as like a musician and a student in college, like for you specifically, yeah, where you what are does right your, now in your life? Like, yeah. how do you feel like Christ is calling you? Uh, for me, it me, uh, I feel my place, uh, not just in music, uh, but in, in life, is to be with the people, mm-hmm. uh, to be with his people, uh, empathy uh, and. Uh, discernment, I believe, are gifts of mine, um, and to be able to uh, to comfort, you know, in time of need, and to inspire. You were talking to, in the earlier part. You're praying for an end to violence. Does that tie into this in in that way, or not? Oh, really? uh, of course. Um, for uh, for for example, um, you know, whenever say you know you read about uh or hear about the mass shootings uh yeah. for for instance which is you know a huge topic in this country right now um you know for it's just it, it makes it hard for people to you know hope you know the you get the you know when is it all going to end and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff so you know i just think you know, what can i do what what can i do to ease the suffering like you know i i can't make the legislature i can't uh you know pass the laws uh but I can, uh, you know, I can, I can play the song. Mm-hmm. I can uh, be with your family uh, when you have. I can be with your family when you have questions. I can be with your family when you're suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, the the little things that I believe I can do that can that hopefully you know have an impact on uh, on the, those that I, I'm with. What are the most meaningful times for you as a musician? Uh Oh, uh, there's mid-song, I guess. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll give this a quick little story. Uh, This past Sunday, we, uh, the choir and I, we did I Give Myself Away by William McDowell. um, And it was, it was powerful. Uh, Usually I I do that song uh, by myself, you know, sometimes as a solo for the congregation. uh, And some, you know, sometimes do it at funerals and and weddings. Uh, But this was the first time that the choir had done it with me, um, and it was, it was just beautiful. It was like you know a moment in the song uh, where I go, my life is not my own. Hmm. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. And I repeat that. The choir comes in repeating it, and then at at you know by the third fourth time, every the entire church is is singing it. You know, I'm only supposed to do that part like maybe like three times, but I think we did it quite a a lot of times. I'm just like, wow, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that was that was powerful. That 
is healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do, do you feel God present when you sing? Oh, definitely. Um, well, and what does that feel like? I mean, I, uh, musicians are fascinating to me because I'm uh-huh. a horrible musician. <laughs> um, so it's like a, a gift that I, I've heard about and I've seen, but I don't know personally. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when you're, especially in congregational Right. Uh, work like when you're when you're worshiping God, right, and you're helping other people to enter into worship because mm-hmm. that's really the goal of music at right. mass is to help people enter into that worship. I mean, what, tell tell me a little bit about that experience for you um, um, as, as prayer. So, uh, as I believe it was Father Augustine who said, uh, when you sing, you pray twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when when I when I when I play uh, so when I'm playing and singing. I don't even think my eyes are open most of the time. I think my my eyes are closed uh, most of the time. It's very it's a very meditative uh, experience for me. Very calming, uh, even if the song is 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 loud and and fast. Yeah, it's a very at home, peaceful uh, moment for me. Does it come and go, or is it pretty pretty standard? Is it mm. something that's there all the time, or only at certain times? I I feel it best when I'm in a community of of worshipers. Uh, you know when I'm at church or, you know, at the beatification right in CYC, like, you know, where, because, you know, it, you feel less alone. There's one thing to, you know, for me, like, let's say in my own personal practice, let's say, you know, I'm just, you know, learning a new song or something, or, you know, it's one thing to be by myself mm-hmm. in, you know, personal prayer, but to be in a community, because, you know, we weren't all put here, you know, just to, to be alone. Amen. Exactly. We were here to to be with one another, be in solidarity with with one another, and to worship with one another. Danielle, have you sung before, like at mass? I know you're you you play sing, some instruments period. and you sing. I, the, have you cantered at mass? Oh, so um, what are you doing on Sundays at nine forty five? Well, the thing <laughs> I I haven't joined the choir just because I'm so all over the place. But uh-huh. I love to sing at mass. It's super fun. And you were the special. Feature when you were a seminarian, right? Weren't you the voice no. of Jesus? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to relive oh that. Oh my yeah. gosh! So, a question for you: So, you go to Wayne State, right? Yes, ma'am. If I can ask you, how old are you? Just so twenty-two. Twenty-two. So, how young. Rude. How rude. <laughs> so young. So you're a young, young man, growing up in this city, growing up in this church. What are your dreams for this city, and what are your dreams for this church hmm. with Jesus? You know, uh, as a young leader, right. Mm-hmm. So, dream for the city uh, to be reinvigorated, uh, be great to uh, be able to revitalize the music scene here in Detroit. Because mm. at one time, you know, we were mm. in Mecca. You say our name along with, oh, yeah, you New York. We, we're going to go to New York to record. We're going to go to Chicago to record. We're going to go record at Motown. We're going to mm-hmm. record in Detroit. Um, so, to be able to, uh, you know, get back to that 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 name uh, for ourselves, to be once again a leader in, in music, that'd be great. Um, my dream for our church um, in the nicest terms possible we need to let we a lot of us need to get out the way and let the young people do their thing Mm -hmm. Uh, because a lot of I I believe it really feels like a lot of this is being controlled by uh, you know a lot of people who are out of touch to say the least Um, who are you know, not in tune to, you know, how we feel, how we are, uh, you know, our new way of doing things uh, and, you know, the new world that we live in. Uh, it's sometimes it feels like, you know, we're holding on to something that really, <clears throat> you know, I, and certain ideals that shouldn't really, uh, you know, be relevant uh, at this time. 
So my my dream for the church is definitely to you know, I, I guess not reinvent, but to you know up, uh, you know level up, mm, level up, level up, level up, level, level up. up. Got it. <laughs> and you and your experience as a student at Wayne State as well. What's that mm-hmm. like? You know, you being on campus and. Um, you know, actually, that's uh, pretty chill. I uh, used to, uh, my freshman, sophomore year, yeah, yeah before I uh, took the job over at Nativity, um, uh, I sang, you know, at the Newman Center. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. yeah oh, um, okay. You know, actually, yeah, little, another little story. Uh, my mom was also a Wayne Stater, um, so I, I used that. to go there with her all the time uh, when, when I was little. Uh, my dad used to play uh, the mass there as well. Oh, cool. Yep. Got it. And what is it What does it mean for you to be a joyful missionary disciple then on campus, right? Because it's one thing when you're in the church and in ministry, which I believe God has called you to, but then you're also called to this other place, right? A, mm-hmm. a college campus. So what's the difference for you? Um, you know, I, I guess not too much of a difference because the, I'll, I guess a lot of the, the work that I've done, I mean, uh, Again, you know, being someone who's been based in the city um, my whole life and, you know, uh, going to Wayne State made me feel, well, made me realize how connected, you know, everyone in the city really is. Yeah. Because I went there and, you know, met some people that I had pretty, you know, pretty much known my whole life, you know, like Dr. Duncan uh, and a lot of other uh, connects that, you know, I never knew I really had. My choir teacher, uh, Dr. Sutton, uh, with school with Joe uh, up at U of M. Oh, really? <laughs> right. And, um uh, one the one of my other professors, uh, Jeremy Peters, uh, the music business prof- professor. He sang. He sings without Evie, and uh, and uh, they did a project with uh, the Archie Chorus, which which I sang in. Oh, cool! So yeah. So there's like so all many, kinds of stuff, exactly, all inter- kinds of connects. interconnected uh-huh. things like that. How have you seen God work recently? Recently, um. Mm. Or where do I? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So we're. <laughs> Man, I would say definitely uh, in uh, prayer um, through again through through community. Uh, for for example, in uh, my church, there's a young lady uh, by the name of Erica. Her and her family uh, they'll be moving soon. Uh, they've you know she's been their whole life. They watched her grow up. They watched her kids you know grow. Uh, she'll be uh, moving uh, down south and. You know, a funny story that actually she announced that right after we sang, I give myself away. Hey. Mm. Um, and just the, you know, the amount of uh, prayer and everything over her family, the the way, you know, you get to see someone, uh, you know, finally, you know, fly from the coop, uh, you know, just lets you know, you know, the first of all, you know, God will take you anywhere. Amen. Uh, you know, doing things that you, you know, Never imagined, thought, you know, impossible or, you know, huh? Right. 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 <laughs> Those huh? moments. We've right. all been there. FSP, uh-huh. do you have a favorite hymn? It wasn't until I came to seminary where I, uh, until I was exposed to some more gospel like style music. And I know Precious Lord, I had never heard mm. in my life mm. until I came to seminary. Tom and Sorcy. I found that to be so moving and such a beautiful hymn. It was written oh, when yeah, his wife I, was dying, right? Or mm. after she passed. So he was writing out of his Around that pain. time, I believe. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I found that to be just a beautiful song and so, oh, yeah. like, full of meaning, even though it's, um, yeah, it just, like, it, I it's felt like crazy. I could enter into yeah. it in uh-huh. a way that, like, I didn't have his experience because I remember hearing right. he wrote it at a time of grief. 
So I didn't enter with the same kind of coming out of grief, but I do remember just feeling like this really wants me to trust in the Lord more. Mm-hmm. And and that was a beautiful experience. So Precious Lord is one of my favorite hymns. That's a oh, really man. beautiful one. Do you, yeah. yeah. Top? Do you have a top Oh, yeah. uh, top hymn? Yeah. Mm. Off the top of my head, uh, one that I love doing in church is uh, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Mm. Do you know yeah. that one, Father Steve? I don't. Uh, I mean... Up fellowship, what a joy yeah, 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 yeah. Leaning on the everlasting That's great. You know, I saw this thing uh, recently about... Um, if you could block a hymn for, <laughs> for a year, what hymn now, would you want to block? So I'm not going to ask you, but I, mean, I thought well, that was a pretty funny well, way to say, you know, just as huh. music can inspire uh, a deep admiration, hmm. I know there are many people uh, who, when they hear a song, they're like, no, Never thank it's you. Like, Please stop. And I can oh, imagine goodness. musicians more than anyone oh, have that. Oh, goodness, right? yes. If I have to sing Rock of Ages one more time. <laughs> it's a beautiful I, hymn. I, it is. But, uh, Maybe just like a break. Maybe right, just like uh, not, uh, not like delete it forever. Just like there's no way to delete it forever. It's too. It's like putting something on the internet. The, Once yeah. it's there. This yeah. was a, a church fundraiser, and you could bid, uh, and the highest bidder got to block a hymn for a year. That's a, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it's and a little shade. And the other highest exactly. bidder got to like pick their favorite song <laughs> to always be the recessional. So uh, anyway, oh man. Um, uh, did, Danielle, do you have? A favorite him? Um, so I have like a thousand, right? Mm. That just make it make it count. Um, but ones that I've been really loving right now, um, I've been really digging great is thy faithfulness this year. Oh, oh god, my yeah, father. Same, same, so same. That that one's moving me. Uh, maybe I'll just like <laughs> send you my request list <laughs> on the day right. that I like plan on oh, attending your parish. Oh, but it seems like we're parish. pretty much here though. Yeah, it's like so, wow, right. yeah, I, I, like I played on... that a lot this year. Okay, yeah, I was just just really feeling it. Do you know that one? Uh, I do. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Coleman, as we wrap up, we usually give our guests a chance to leave a final word, prayer, Ooh. word of encouragement, the anything listeners. they want to share with the listener. Uh, be good people, you know, like. Again, like, you know, what we were saying before, don't, you know, he didn't put us all here to, you know, be alone. Uh, definitely not to judge one another. That be the word. Amen. <laughs> so grateful to Coleman Ward for stopping by the Open Door Policy Studio and for sharing his love of music and his desire for greater justice and peace in the world. And once again, before we say goodbye, if you liked this episode, please share it with your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, your Trader Joe cashier. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Open Door Detroit. Help us unleash the gospel. Open Door Policy was produced by Ron Pangborn and the creative team of the Archdiocese of Detroit. When I run into people on the street who listen, they're like, hey, I like the podcast. One suggestion. No. A little more Danielle. That's not true. Oh, my gosh. I'm Father Steve Polis with Danielle Center. And this has been another episode of Open Door Policy. You know what anyway. would be good is if you kind of just listen, Father. You feel like you're better at listening. I'm going to leave this room. <laughs>